Stream the show on demand at KetchikanRadio.com. Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to First City Forum. My name is Catherine Tatsuda, and it is Tuesday, February 15th. I hope you all are having a great day. It's been a great day in my world. I don't even know what I've done, but that's okay. Sometimes life is like that. I had uh, a really incredible guest scheduled for today's show. It was a gentleman by the name of Billy Bolton, who grew up here in Ketchikan, and he has since moved. moved down uh, and lived life. I think he graduated in 1998. And during his life, he um, has some pretty interesting experiences that led him to creating a nonprofit that's called the Alaska Adventure Project. And um, Billy was going to call in, come on the air with me today and tell me all about what the Alaska Adventure Project is, how they're raising money and how they're helping to really to save the lives of veterans in um, from all around the country by bringing them up to Ketchikan and letting them have some incredible experiences here on the water, in the air, um, and just getting peace and connection with themselves. And um, unfortunately, like I said, Billy had to reschedule. So I'm going to get him on the calendar and he's going to come in and tell us more about this awesome program. Um, but uh, in the meantime, I thought I'd just mention it. And if you're interested in learning more about it, you can go to alaskaadventureproject.org. So my friends, it's First City Forum. It's me, Catherine Tatsuda, and I am here all by myself in the studio. And I'm just going to keep talking. I have some different things that I'm going to talk about. But if you would like to call in and talk with me about anything, really, if you have announcements, questions, you want to talk about some of the different things that are going on in the community, or you have ideas for ways that we can improve the community, give me a call. I would love to chat with you about that. The call-in number is 247-2000. And I think you have to now add that 907-247-2000. Give me a call and we can chat it up on the air. Yeah. So I was thinking, I was like, okay, Billy messaged me. Thank goodness he messaged me at like seven o'clock this morning and said, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to come in and join you today, Catherine. I'm so sorry. And so I've had a fair amount of time to think about it, about what I was going to do today. Not enough time to get anybody to come on the air with me, but that's okay. That happens sometimes. So I figured we'd talk a little bit about what's going on community event-wise. There's, um, oh my goodness gracious, it's been a pretty, it's been a pretty active year so far community-wise. You know, there's been um, there's been some big decisions that have been made um, within the school district. There's been some controversy that's happened um, at K-High. There's a new police chief, I think, that's been hired. And then there's also been um, some activities and just good stuff, like the wearable art show that just happened. Unfortunately, I missed it. I'm so bummed. So if you made it, if you saw the show, if you were able to go, I would love to talk to you about it and get your perspective. Um, because like I said, I haven't even really seen any pictures. Ah, so, um, but that was really exciting. So they were able to do a mostly traditional wearable art show with the Ketchikan Arts and Humanities Council. But there are some 
really cool things that people are that people are working on. You know, I was I was on Facebook and I was stalking around and some different Facebook pages. And one of my favorite go tos, which is a great place uh, to you know, who are, this organization is always doing incredible things, is First City Players. So I went to the First City Players Facebook page, and I used to be really really active and engaged with them. I was on the board for a number of years, and then after Tatsuda's landslide and my whole world got turned upside down, I haven't really known, I haven't really been involved in that many things. So I do know that in January, they were able to host their annual Jazz and Cabaret Festival, which was really exciting. And that is where traditionally they bring musicians up from, um, actually, they bring them over from New York City. They bring Matt King, Paul Myers traditionally comes. He plays guitar. Um, oh my goodness, Christian Fabian, who plays stand-up bass, comes. And Ann Phillips, who has, oh my gosh, she has such an incredible history in the music industry. They all travel here to Ketchikan and work with our friends and neighbors and people we just happen to see. Oh my gosh, I've got a caller. This is super exciting. Okay, give me just a second while I figure out how to do this. Thank you for calling First City Forum. This is Catherine. Who am I talking to? Hi, Catherine. This is Ann McKim calling. Hey, Ann. How are you? I'm good. Well, I'm sorry that your guest wasn't able to call in because that's a pretty um, amazing organization and the things that they do there. So, Yeah, but. we're <clears throat> definitely going to get him on the schedule again. I chatted with him on Friday and he told me all about yeah the work that they're doing and, yeah. and everything. And then his ties to Ketchikan. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so I will mm-hmm. definitely, definitely uh, get him on the schedule. What are you calling in for just to say hi? So I just I just kind of wanted to put the word out. Um, so Saturday evening, um, District One Republicans is sponsoring a Lincoln Day dinner, and it is not just for people that would call themselves Republican. It's really for anybody in our community to come be a part of. Awesome. Um, and the theme is kind of why we vote. It's really kind of getting back to the roots of we as an Ameri- as Americans and uh, what the rights that we have, the privileges that we have. Um, we have um, our former Lieutenant Governor, me Treadwell, is coming in and just to talk and, uh, about the things that Lincoln did for us and just about the voting. And one of the things that's coming up this year is our um, this ranked choice voting um, situation. And it's really confusing to all of us as um, people as Republicans, yeah. as Democrats, as independents. And um, the goal for him is just to kind of help explain it just a little bit better um, so that we can kind of understand um, when coming up because our primary is going to look different, our voting is going to look different this year. And, and the goal of is just to really help educate our people to how to utilize this effectively um, so that, you know, we as as individual voters are able to um, vote and understand how they're doing this, because it's not a primary anymore. It's just picking one, two, three, and four. I just wanted to put that out there that not everybody, you don't have to be Republican to attend. That's not what it's about. It's about for the people in our community just to come and, and hear and learn and be educated. And um, they do have um, a link on the District 1 Republicans Facebook site for you to, um, you can go and um, get your tickets and just it be a community event is um, really what I wanted to focus on. It's, it's 
not a R or a D or an I thing. So um, just want to put that out there. I really <clears throat> appreciate that. Can you? Um, okay, so it's the District One Republicans. Is that what I heard you say? Yeah. So we. Yeah. So you know they they redistrict us. So we are no right. longer District Thirty Six. We're District One. Okay. Um, but yeah, they have a Facebook page. It says District One Republicans, and it says Twenty Twenty Two Lincoln Day Dinner. Okay. That's Sunny Point Conference Center, six p.m. And there is a link on there that you can buy your tickets and come and just um, <clears throat> be a part of the event and learn from um, our former lieutenant governor, um, help educate us. So. Yeah, I appreciate you calling in and telling me about that because I hadn't seen any advertisements for, for that anywhere. Uh, yeah, and in, it was in the Saturday edition uh, newspaper. Oh, okay. It'll be in tomorrow's edition as well. Oh, and good. it's been all over Facebook for about three weeks. But yeah. Not I, everybody's on social media. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Or those of us who are, I don't know, we just miss stuff like that, you yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but thanks for just giving an opportunity for people to share about just different community events. Yes. I really appreciate that. Yes, absolutely. I'm, I have a question for you before you go. Sure. I don't know how much time you have to talk with me. Do you, uh, I have nobody in the store at the Oh, hey, so yay. Okay, perfect. <laughs> and um, so... I just wanted to chat really quickly about this change in voting. Um, Do you Mm -hmm. know enough about it to talk about it with me a little bit? You know, I would not be the most knowledgeable person. Yeah. Um, Laura Antonson, she actually went up to for a two-day training at the state in Juneau. Um, She would, after this weekend, um, I know that the goal is that we have a couple of events just to help educate people on it because it's so involved. Yes. It just unfortunately became a discombobulated um, situation. The, um, it, instead of just keeping things simple, it really complicated things. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so Laura Antonson would really be uh, a great one to have on and okay. talk about that. And I know she'd be more than happy to, and I'll have her reach out to you. Yes, that um, would be phenomenal. It's just. Um, very complicated, and it doesn't need to be complicated for us and they, to exercise our rights to vote for right. the candidate that you know that we want to agree with. So, right, right. Yeah, I remember I was I was on the air, I was hosting for a city forum when you know this was on the ballot, and mm-hmm. we had you know there was a lot of conversations about it. Yeah, uh, I know you know there was uh, interesting how it was funded, the the approach that it was taken, and I was actually really mm-hmm. surprised that it passed. And yeah, barely. Um, it barely, yeah. barely did, and um, I think, yeah, the approach that was taken and how it was marketed, unfortunately, you know, they say was, you know, to so that we don't, so we can expose dark money, but in reality, it was out-of-state funding that right. was really funding that proposition, and so, you know, I just think that, you know, I said our goal is to educate our voter population to, this is, this is what's going to happen. Yes. going to happen. The good news is, um, you know... The legislature has an opportunity to, if they feel that it is not the right thing for our state after the November elections, they do have the opportunity to um, get rid of it. Oh, that's so, good to know. Um, okay. Yeah, it, it is. And so I just think it's, it's important that all of us voters educate ourselves on this. Um, topic. Yeah, so. well, I remember, you know, I, I was on, it was on the ballot. I knew that it had passed, and then I haven't, I hadn't heard anything about it since then. <clears throat> and I was actually just recently wondering. I was like, I wonder when that's taking effect. I wonder how we're going to be, you know, told about it. What's mm-hmm. the process? That's, I mean, that's a massive change. Mm-hmm. Uh, needs a really strong communication campaign so that we all know what's going on behind it. Yeah, you know? well, I'll have Laura reach out to you, and um, 
do that. And, you know, she can, I think her goal was actually to bring some people down from the state. Oh, yeah. To have an event. Um, to help educate the voters wonderful on, um, how to approach this so. yes yeah I would love to we would love to bring them on the air uh, Absolutely. And yeah 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 wonderful well thank you so much Anne. I think yes. I, I took a bunch of notes um, about this event so it's happening on February 19th at mm-hmm. Sunny Point Conference Center it's the 2022 mm-hmm. Lincoln Day dinner um, yes. for hosted by the District 1 Republicans with special yes. guest 6 speaker p.m. 6 p.m. <clears throat> with special guest speaker former Lieutenant Governor Me- uh, Mead Treadwell. Treadwell you know and I have always taken my children. I think this is a great opportunity for families to come as well. I've always taken my children to these things um, because we live in such an amazing state where we actually get to meet and interact with our politicians. Yes. My children have had dinner with various governors and various senators and state and national. And so I just think it's a great opportunity for families to come and be a part as well. Yes, yeah, that's a that's a great mm-hmm. a great reminder. Do you know how much the tickets cost by chance? Um, they are forty dollars a person or seventy five dollars for a couple. Okay, <clears throat> and then there are some table purchases available. So if a person like you, know, you can buy a table of six or a table of eight if you wanted to just kind of have the people around you that you wanted. Yeah, they're making accommodations for that, and I can help with that if they want. Okay, so anybody can reach out to me. Wonderful. Yeah. Yay. That's the goal. Well, well, thank you so much, Anne. I really appreciate you calling in and sharing that with us. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Okay. Have a great day. Uh, Thanks. You too. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. And that was my friend, Ann McKim. She is the owner, her and her husband own Island Tile and um, Interiors. And um, I really appreciate Ann calling in and letting us know. So that was uh, for the 2022 Lincoln Day Dinner. That's happening this Saturday, February 19th. It's hosted by the District 1 Republicans. Starts at 6 p.m. at Sunny Point Conference Center. I want to reiterate what Ann just said. She said that, you know, this is not just for Republicans, specifically you know, with the with former governor, uh, Lieutenant Governor Mead Treadwell coming down and talking about this change in voting in the procedures and the processes, I um, I am going to do a little bit more research about this and then also make sure I get some people on the air so that we can share with all of you the changes that will be happening, um, how it's going to work, what it looks like, so that you can be prepared when you go to vote um, and not be surprised and not end up doing things not the way that you wanted to. So if you would like to call in and talk with me, share any community events, anybody maybe that you'd like to recognize and celebrate, you know, just or just call in and talk to me and tell me how your day is going. You are more than welcome to. The call-in number is 907-247-2000. I almost said my old phone number from a house that I, yes, that's not even active anymore. That's so funny. Anyways, 907-247-2000. And I'm just going to keep going on talking about the community events that I know that are happening. So before Anne called in, I was talking about First City Players, all the really cool things that they do. They were able to host their Jazz and Cabaret Festival back in January. They brought Matt King up from New York, and uh, they put on a really great show. I was able to make one of those nights. And it's always so exciting for me to just, well, I spent many, many, many years participating in performance events like that. I, you know, I don't know. I think I did that specific show 
10 years at least. And so and this year, I wasn't in it, I was able to sit in the audience and watch it. And it's just so special to me to be able to watch these people that I know, or I recognize or strangers that I haven't met yet to be able to go on stage and to have the opportunity to shine. And um, the Jazz and Cabaret Festival is really special because these artists come up, these professional musicians come to Ketchikan, and they're here for over two weeks. They spend two weeks in one-on or like small group workshops with the individuals who are performing and they work with them on how to perform. They work with them on the music and singing and performance and all of those things. So it's not only just a performance and an event, but it's also a learning and growth opportunity for the people inside of our community. And it's so special because that show and a lot of what First City Players does is really multi generational. There was, you know, in the show that I went to, there was, I think, a 12-year-old who knocked it out of the park, and then people in their 60s and 70s, and then everybody in between going on stage, performing, sharing bits and pieces of themselves with the audience, and it was just a beautiful thing. And so, Firsty Players, and actually, Amanda is going to join me. I believe she's coming next Tuesday, and she's going to talk about some of the cool stuff that they have going on. But I want to make sure that you know that they do have a play that is going to be debuting is called Eurydice and it's going to be showing I believe next weekend oh no maybe I think it starts on the 25th let me check this oh yeah so performances for for Eurydice I think that's how it's pronounced is on uh, February 25th and 26th and March 4th and 5th and this is a uh, production that is going to be directed by Keith Smith Um, and uh, we're going to learn more about that from Amanda. But I did hear about what the storyline was, but I can't remember well enough to share it with you. So I won't say anything <laughs> other than that's happening. So if you're looking for a show, looking for a fun night out, you can head on over to firstcityplayers.org and check out um, and go get tickets for Eurydice. That will be happening very soon. Okay, let I was then um, stalking the Catch Can Wellness Coalition's Facebook page, because they have all all sorts of really awesome activities that are going on inside of the community. Really, you know, just to enhance our quality of life and to help with community wellness as a whole. And something, one way to bring wellness to the community is by spreading fun and cheer. Um, And that is something that I very much believe in. And I try to do the best that I can. I'm not always the greatest at it, um, but I really do. And something kind of cool that's coming up that really hasn't happened ever before four that I know of, I mean, I don't know time very well, um, is that we're going to be, it's going to be 2 to Tuesday very soon. So next week is February 22nd of 2022. And what the Ketchikan Wellness Coalition is, they've created this really fun activity to help celebrate 2-22-22, which they've named 2 2 t t T two two Tuesday. It's so T U T U so two two and then two T W O S D A Y. This is really complicated. I'm glad I have a little flyer in front of me so I can read it. All right. So this does not happen every year. This is like a once in a lifetime experience. Well, months in a millennia or something. I don't know. Um, and uh, so what they're doing is on next Tuesday, you can wear a tutu. 
I mean, who doesn't want to wear a tutu? Okay, probably all of you, but I'm I'm pretty excited about this. And they're going to have a photo opportunity to show up at The Rock, which is that great, big, beautiful statue that Dave Rubin created that's down by the Visitor's Center on um, Birth Two. I think it's Birth Two that's right there. And at 2.22 p.m., down by The Rock statue on the dock, they're going to have a big photo opportunity. for. So if you're looking for something fun to do to help to celebrate 2-22-22 at 2.22 p.m., you want to put on your craziest, most fabulous tutu and head on down or be down at the rock on the dock so you can get your photo taken with a bunch of other fun, happy people and help to just create a little memorable event and really just to have some fun. And if you don't have a tutu, something that you can do is you can swing by the Ketchikan Wellness Coalition's youth space, which is upstairs in the mall. It is up above, well, it's just, it's right up above um, in the Newtown uh, liquor area there. It's where the Tatsuda Little Guy Market was uh, for several months after the landslide happened. And they actually have materials so that you can make your own tutu. And that space, um, that youth space is open from three to 5.30 p.m. Monday through Friday, and it's specifically designed for high schoolers, which is something that's really, really cool. And it's all set up. They have they have couches and lounge chairs. They have a pool table. There's a drum set in there. They also have, I know there's video games and books and just a bunch of really great activities. And it was created and it's hosted by the Ketchikan Wellness Coalition, funded by them as a place, as a safe place for kids to go, for high schoolers to go after school and hang out. And there are adult um, volunteers, adult mentors who are there. I was actually hanging out with Deborah Asper there yesterday afternoon a little bit. And um, she had some Valentine's Day cookies and some frosting and stuff uh, that she had purchased for the kiddos for the, well, I guess they're not kiddos. I have teens. I still don't call all them kiddos that she had purchased and had available for the, the high schoolers to come in and if they wanted to decorate cookies and just kind of hang out and have fun. So that um, that's there. And, you know, I think that that's just a really good thing to know that that's available and, and that it's being used. And so that's for high schoolers. And I'm going to pivot just a second. I'm, I'm, I'm well, just my body. And I also want to talk really quickly that there is also a place at the mall that is specifically for um, middle schoolers. And I didn't know about this until very, very recently. So upstairs in the plaza, uh, uh, also, it's just on the other side of the plaza. And for those of you who have been in Ketchikan for a really, 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 really long time, like I have, it's kind of on the corner upstairs where Jay Jacobs used to be. Um, and then there was some other cool like clothing stores up there too, I think because Debbie's Hoyt business. And anyways, um, I'm off topic. So but right in that general area, so it's Plaza Room 209C, there is this open space that's uh, for middle schoolers. It's open from 2.45pm to 5pm. And again, it's free. They have all sorts of really fun activities that the middle schoolers can come and can enjoy. There's 
um, it's sponsored by the Ketchikan After School Program, which I think is a part of A1 um, or RYC. Don't quote me on that, that. So that is there also. And actually today, it's free and open for middle schoolers, um, like I said, in Plaza Room 209C. And it's going to feature mystery activities and the Oculus Quest 2 VR. That must be a virtual reality thing. Hmm. I should ask my son about that. That sounds kind of fun. Okay, I'm going to take a quick break. You're listening to First City Forum. I'm my guest today, and whoever calls in on the phone, we're going to take a break. 907-247-2000. If you want to call and talk to me when we come back, we will be back shortly. Thanks, guys. And welcome back to First City Forum. I'm Catherine Tatsuda, and we're having uh, Let's Talk About What's Going On the Community Show today. My wonderful guest from the Alaska Adventure Project was scheduled to be on the air with me. His name is William Bolton. He's actually born and raised here in Ketchikan, went out and lived a life, um, actually joined the military, and through that experience, he created a nonprofit that's titled the Alaska Adventure Project, and um, to help to support uh, veterans and um, who are who are struggling and who are coming back after you know uh, being in the military and experiencing war and doing all of those things and he's created this organization to help to bring them to Ketchikan and let them experience some of the magic of nature the magic of being on the water and catching fish and connecting with other people who share those experiences so um, I am going to make sure that I get him rescheduled so we can talk more about that because it is not just a phenomenal organization, but it really has close ties to Ketchikan. And it's been operation in operation for a number of years. Um, he's done all sorts of really cool community events on top of helping, you know, these individuals in all the different ways. So um, I just want to give them a shout out. And you can learn more about that organization at alaskaadventureproject.org. If you want to call in and chat with me, you are more than welcome to. If you have an announcement that you would like to share, if you have an idea about what could make Ketchikan even better than it already is, or, you know, maybe you're struggling with something and you just want to chat about it, give me a call, 907-247-2000, and uh, we can have a conversation. It'll just be you and me and everyone who's listening, and we won't even know who they are because we can't see them. That's really fun about radio. All right, so I've been talking about community events. And I was just sharing about the youth spaces that are inside of the mall up on the second floor. The Ketchikan Wellness Coalition has a space that's um, kind of on the taco time end of the mall up there on the second floor. And that's specifically for high schoolers. It's open from 3 p.m. until 5.30, Monday through Friday. And they have all sorts of really cool activities and events. I'm actually scheduled to do a session with the teenagers through my position at Tonga's Federal Credit Union. Next Thursday, I'm going to be meeting with them and and, um, we're going to be talking about money, your money, your life, teaching them some of the fundamentals and the foundations of of, um, smart money management, understanding what money is and how they can create goodness in their lives with it. So I'm actually looking forward to that.
that. It's one of the fun things that I do through my position. I do a lot of business development, community development work, as well as I do a lot of financial education outreach too. And so I've been working with a lot of different schools and organizations, making sure, getting stuff on the calendar so that I can get and I can work with kids of all ages and uh, and teach them about money. It's one of those things that we don't really talk about a whole lot. And, you know, and maybe we learn something from our parents or maybe we did a life skills class and we learned, I guess, you know, when I was in a life skills class, that was 1990 something. And we learned how to balance checkbooks anyways. <laughs> so, um, but we just, you know, give some, some supplemental information on top of that, which is fun. So there's also that middle school youth center that is down on the other side of the second floor of the plaza and that one's open from 3 p.m oh no 2:45 up until 5 uh, monday through friday also and that one is sponsored by the catch can after school uh people yeah so okay something else that's happening um for those of you who are always interested in what the city council is up to they're having a regular city council meeting that's going to be on uh this thursday february 17th 7 p.m and it's scheduled to go to 11.55 p.m. Oh, my. Okay, well, that sounds long. Um, hopefully, it won't go that long, and I'm not even sure what's on the agenda, but if that's something you're interested in, that's happening. It's going to be at City Hall, and the public is invited to attend. You want to make sure you go through the back door, um, and the back door will open at 6.30. Okay, so that's something that's happening. Let's see. What what else is going on? Oh, I'm looking for volunteers. I'm just going to do a little self-promotion right now. So through, like I was just saying, uh, with my position at Tongass Federal Credit Union, I do a lot of um, I do a lot of financial education work. That was actually what I was hired for. And then my job expanded, my role expanded once I got into it and you know started just diving into everything. And now I'm doing a lot more than that. But one of the really fun things that um, that we've done, actually not me, but that TFCU has done for many, many years is they've helped to host what's called a Get Real Financial Reality Fair for the seniors at KHI. And this is a, an, a big interactive event where the all, well, it's going to be a little bit different this year, but the concept of it is still the same. And so uh, the seniors come and they when, they, when they arrive in a big group, every single one of them gets a sheet of paper and they are assigned or they actually kind of get to pick a job that they're interested that they want to do so a career and with that career they get you know they get a specific salary they get a monthly income and on that paper too it tells them if they're married if they're single if they have a child or two children and um, and then they have to go through all of these tables with different volunteers on every single at one of the tables and they have to make financial purchasing decisions about all of the different things that we have to buy in life. Like they have to decide what kind of car they're going to drive. They have to decide where they're going to live at. They decide uh, what kind of groceries they're going to buy, what they're going to do for entertainment. So it is like a budgeting activity. It is also a decision-making activity. It's a an activity where they learn pretty quickly, like, oh my goodness, you mean I can't afford that for 
Ferrari and also have a place to stay at the same time? Or, you know, maybe I don't make as much money as I thought this career was going to be, and it's going to be hard for me to pay some of these different bills. And um, so I, we're, we have scheduled, I'm really hoping that this happens, um, on March 2nd, which is just a couple of weeks away. We have a Get Real Financial Reality Fair scheduled up at K-High, and it's going to be live. It's going to be in person. We've done, um, we've made a few changes to make sure that we can still operate. We can still do it despite COVID, uh, you know, and all of those things. So we've, uh, we've broken the seniors into two groups. So we're going to actually have two fairs in one day. And in two hours, there's going to be, I don't know, maybe 75 kids that are going to be coming and, um, and they're going to be running through this really fun activity and it's high energy and uh, they got they like I said they get to make decisions they get to kind of go back they have to go to the wheel of life and they spin the wheel of life it's and like I don't know when I was growing up I absolutely loved to play the game of life that was just so much fun I don't know why I enjoyed that so much but um, and this is like a real life version of the game of life and so you know they go through and they say okay uh, let's say I'm a nurse and I'm making X amount of money per month okay and I have a child and all right I've made this decision and I've made that decision and we're gonna buy this car and we're gonna try and save money on clothes here and then they go to the wheel of life and they spin it and you know, maybe they have a giant doctor's bill that that hits them, or maybe they have twins and that completely changes their financial status. And so that they want to do is they want to go through this whole worksheet with all of the different categories and, and they want to come out at the end of it, they want to come out where they're ahead or at least breaking even, you know, and so we give the we give the students opportunities to do this and then to assess like, oh, okay, I'm way over budget. I need to go back and fix this. And then there's a, a lot of a, a lot of adult volunteers who are a part of making this activity happen. And the adult volunteers are at each one of the different tables representing, you know, like, oh, here's the car salesman table. Here's the realtor table. Here's the the entertainment table. Here's the medical insurance table. Here's this and, you know, this. And the people, the volunteers are there. They're really there to kind of like trick the kids and get the kids to be out of budget because I don't know. I don't know if you've ever gone anywhere, but lots of places uh, try to upsell you on stuff. And so they kind of want to give the kids a, a little bit of a taste of real life as well as, you know, like, yeah, you want to spend all your money on this car. It's fine you know, just to kind of help them to experience in, in, you know, this scenario, what it could be like. So I'm looking for a nice amount of volunteers who are um, interested, would be open to coming and just helping with this really fun event. Again, it's March 2nd, and it's uh, it's going to start at 8 a.m., and we're scheduled to go up till 12, 15 p.m. I would ask if you end up being a volunteer that you... Um, come between like 7.15 a.m. and 7.30. I know that's really early. And um, and so, but this, it's on the books. We're, we're hoping that it will happen. The only reason why this would not happen is if the school district uh, COVID risk level does not reduce at K-High. They have, you know, four different levels based upon the number of cases of COVID of people who have been in the school, you know, um, during the week of, 
a of it, you know, if they're positive, I'm not exactly sure. I was on the website yesterday or the day before, just like trying to read it and trying to understand it. And right now, K-High is currently at that high risk level. And because of that, there aren't any visitors that are allowed. And so we're really, really hoping that the risk level will reduce to the next level down, which is substantial or, I mean, really lower. We'd hope it would go lower um, so that we can host this, uh, so that we can host this Get Real Reality Fair. And we actually travel with this event. So it's not just something that we do in Ketchikan because Tonga's Federal Credit Union has branches. We have nine total locations in Southeast Alaska. So we have, we're working with people over in Thorn Bay, also um, wanting to get in touch with the Craig and Kilowak School District to do it with their students. We're also, we have one scheduled to, to do up in Haines. We're talking about doing a Get Reality, uh, Get Real Reality Fair in Cake as well. Um, and really, you know, um, we're just open to taking that anywhere. So if you're like, oh, well, you know, volunteering for that doesn't sound like my thing, but oh my gosh, it would be amazing if you could go here and do that here, reach out to me. Uh, my email address is super easy. It's ktatsuda at tongasfcu.com. And um, it would be really fun to have you involved or just to get some input from you on um, any of that. So that's something that's coming up. I was actually yesterday, I was, uh, I've been, you know, working to to solicit volunteers, and I'm really hoping to get a wide variety of people who are going to be a part of it. So I sent, you know, I sent emails out to, I sent emails out to the uh, borough assembly members, to city council members, to the school board members, as well as KIC tribal members, to the Saxman uh, mayor and those council members, on top of many of the other leaders, um, individuals who are part of organizations. And um, so, you know, I don't know, everyone's like, Oh, Catherine, you're so social, you know, all these people. I'm like, Oh, but I don't really. So, you know, I just if you could help, that would be amazing. So that's that's something that's coming up on the radar as well. Okay, well, let me see here. What else do we have to talk about? Mm, do, do, do. Um, I think well, okay, so I don't want to spend this whole show talking about some of the things that I've been up to with my other job. But um, unless, you know, anybody calls in and chats with me, that's what I'm going to do. So if you want to call in and talk with me, if you have a special announcement that wants to be made uh, that you want to share, if it's somebody's birthday and you want to wish them a super happy birthday. uh, Oh my gosh, I have a funny story about that, actually. So this morning, I was on Facebook and I like to share things to Facebook and I was sharing some pictures and a little bit of a personal story to my Facebook stories. Uh, And I put a picture of myself and I said, I'm 43 years old. And it's been kind of funny because I've had multiple people message me happy birthday based upon that picture with me saying I'm 43 years old. And I'm just like, and I feel really bad because it's not actually my birthday. Um, So if you see that, just know it's not my birthday. Um, And I'm just saying thank you to everybody who said you that. And then sometimes saying that. Anyways, off topic. So part of what I do, the other part of what I do, I do multiple things at Tonga's Federal Credit Union. But one of the things that I do is I help to 
manage and I oversee the commons at TFCU. We talked a little bit about what that is when uh, Deborah Hayden, O.C. Knowlton, and Bill Tatsuda were on the air a couple of weeks ago talking about Grow Ketchikan. So the commons at TFCU is a community business development space. It houses the Pilot House Coffee. So if you've heard about Pilot House Coffee and you've been in there, so Pilot House is inside of the commons. And the commons is was created, like I said, as a community business development center and also a co-working space. And um, basically what that means is we have, we have uh, partial private workspaces that people can rent for very, very low prices um, and use for an hour or for a day if they wanted to rent it for a week. That's possible also. And then we also have offices that are available to rent on an as-needed basis. So if, uh, and we have actually many um, individuals, we have attorneys, we have coaches, we have all kinds of people who utilize these offices um, and they just rent them for an hour or for a half day uh, be, and they don't have their own office space or if they do it's not you know conducive to having people meet with them there and um, so we have those available inside of the commons also and on top of that we run programming through the commons that has helps to support small businesses. We've been um, we've been doing. Last summer we did farmers markets every month. We did a one farmers market a month in the summer, and then we rolled into what we were calling our shop local Saturday markets. And in October we ran those almost every single Saturday, October through uh, right before Christmas. And uh, we had I think it was you know between three and six different small local vendors who came and sold their wares at these Saturday markets. And it was a really such a cool way to meet so many more people and then also give these little tiny micro businesses opportunities to get exposure, to sell their goods, to make a little bit of money um, and just add to the community. And we, we uh, so we were doing those every single week during the winter, like leading up to Christmas. And then this last weekend, we had a special Valentine's Day one and I had seven people, seven vendors who were there selling everything from locally roasted um, small batch roasted coffee. It was Catch Coffee Roasters. My friend Larry Asha, designs by Asha. She was there with her beautiful sterling silver jewelry. Also Shayla's Chocolates was there. We had uh, Myrna. Um, she owns Huckle and Blue and she does laser engraved um, charcuterie boards and gifts. She also does like special orders and things like that. Tina's Quirky Cards was there. She does these incredibly unique, funny, humorous, uh, interesting, questionable sometimes greeting cards. And then Mary Leistad and Ellen Brumsford. Field. Oh gosh, I hope I got her last name right. We're also there, and they uh, and they are crafters. They sew. They create beautiful, um, beautiful works through uh, fabric and sewing. And um, and then also Heather Rivera was there, and she had 
had a bake sale that she was doing to help to raise funds for her son, who's in high school, to travel with the uh, to travel with um, the Ketchikan Music Department. So it was just a really fun. It was very busy. Lots of people, lots of activity, especially in February in Ketchikan. Oftentimes, there's not a lot happening, um, and so um, I'm in conversation with a few other vendors who are asking about right before Easter. For sure, we're going to do another market there in um, right before uh, right around Mother's Day is what we're looking at. We might, we're hopefully, we'll be doing one around Easter too. Just getting those details ironed out. But the other cool thing that we offer inside that space, if you don't want to participate in a market or you know somebody who um, who uh, wants an opportunity to get exposure to sell their wares, we do what we're, we offer the space for people to host pop-up shops. And they can come in and they can rent that space for a low amount of money. And they can, on any day that we're open, and, and we're open from Sunday through Saturday, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Um, and they can come in and they can set up shop. And it's not just for people who are who sell, you know, who do retail things. I was in conversation with a photographer who was wanting to do uh, like Christmas portraits, and um, we are also going to be utilizing that space. An individual does cookies. She makes cookies, and then she also teaches cookie decorating. So she's going to come in a couple weeks and do a private cookie decorating class. So there's a lot of flexibility, um, and th- that that's what that space is there for. It's there to help to promote local businesses, to give them space, to give them opportunity to, like I said, get exposure, to have that chance to, yeah, to get in front of people and um, and to sell their goods. And so, and this is this is all Helen Mickle, who is the CEO of Tongas Federal Credit Union's vision. Uh, part of what Tonga's Federal Credit Union is, is they are a community development credit union. You know, uh, that's a par- big part of their mission is uh, it's not just providing financial services, but it's also providing um, additional services, ad- additional value inside of the communities that we're in to help to uh, develop them, to help to lift them up, to help to them, the, the, the individuals inside of all these communities to be able to be better. And um, I I'm very thankful to have landed in this position because it very much, um, very much, I, I very much identify with it at my core, and that's what I love to do. So it's just been a really fun, fun experience. So, so we do those Saturday markets. We have pop-up shops, and you know, like I said, if you know somebody who has, you know, these products, they want to sell them somewhere, have them get in touch with me because I'd be happy to work with them, talk with them, see if we can get them on our schedule or. Create something for them. Another thing that we've been doing is hosting um, what is called the Business Power Hour. Um, and this is a free educational uh, series on all sorts of different topics regarding business, as well as um, like as well as money and personal growth types of information. We very recently had one um, where with Renee Schofield, who um, is the owner of TSS, but she is also, and she's a phenomenal entrepreneur, is highly involved in all sorts of things around the state. And she's also a certified coach, life coach, health coach, um, business coach. And she did uh, a 45 minute long little class on um, work life balance, you know, like how to create that in your life. We I did one previously on money was titled your money, your life. Uh, And before that, we had just done, you know, how you can increase your sales, how to hire and retain 
quality people. I have actually, I have a business power hour scheduled. It's going to be happening this Thursday at noon inside the commons and also via Zoom. And it's all going to be about how to start a side hustle. And um, and for those of you who don't know, a side hustle is, uh, is activities that you do, income earning activities outside of your traditional, you know, job or career. So, um, so we're going to be leading this 45 minute long little workshop on how people can create profitable and successful side hustles. So we're going to be talking about how, you know, maybe, I don't know, I have so many ideas of ways to, um, things to do, ways to make money, but it's like, well, how do I know what will be good? What could be profitable? That type of thing. So we're going to be covering that. We're going to be talking about how can you actually implement this into your life, goal setting, time management, um, the important stuff like understanding how taxes work. Well, I mean, kind of an overview of that stuff. Or do you need a business license? All of that. So if you're interested in learning about how to start a side hustle, um, we're offering this free little 45 minute long workshop at the Commons this upcoming Thursday at noon. Um, and that's just a little bitty taste of some of the really cool community development activities that are happening through the Commons at TFCU. Um, and most, they're very low cost or free. And um, yeah, I'm just thankful to be a part of it and also thankful to be able to be sharing that with you. One other cool thing is we're starting tonight is uh, we're hosting, I'm, I'm doing a business book club. And so I have six entrepreneurs, small business owners who are going to, we're going to go on a journey together. We're going to be reading a book titled Profit First, which is all about how to get a hold of your cash flow in business. Cash is king. If you run out of cash, you run out of business in many instances. So we're going to learn, um, we're going to read this book. We're going to learn about new and creative ways to help to manage the cash so that, you know, to help them move from their businesses being cash eating monsters to uh, being profitable and successful where they actually have control of their circumstances. So if anyways, if you're interested in learning more about any of these cool things that I'm doing, feel free to give me an email, uh, to shoot me an email. It is ktatsuda at tongasfcu.com. You can also just come down to the commons, grab a cup of coffee and chat with me about what's going on. All right, don't forget that on February 19th, that is this upcoming Saturday at 6 p.m., the District 1 Republicans are going to be hosting the 2022 Lincoln Day Dinner. The special guest speaker is going to be former Lieutenant Governor Meade Treadwell, and he is going to be speaking about the changes in voting procedures due to this ranked voting, um, oh, I don't even know what to call it, this, this ranked voting change that's happening. We're moving from primaries where you can only vote for, uh, for a Repub on the Republican ballot or a Democratic ballot or independent to where everyone's going to be listed and you rank them one, two, three, four, five. Um, so that's coming up. That's going to be implemented this year. And he's going to be speaking about that at this dinner. It's happening February 19th. Uh, that's the 2022 Lincoln Day Dinner. You can purchase tickets for this on the District 1 Republicans Facebook page, $40 per person or $75 per couple. And I am going to get to work on finding a professional, well, maybe not a professional, but finding somebody who is very knowledgeable about this ranked voting change um, and get them on the air to share with all of us um, what this change is going to look like and how we can uh, continue to vote just in this new and different way and what it looks like. All right, you guys, I'm Catherine Tatsuda. Thanks for tuning in. Have a wonderful day. I will be back tomorrow with some super special 
special awesome guests. Um, all right. I love you. I'll talk to you soon.